Hello and welcome to Behind the Bar. Uh, I am Toby and I'm here with JD. Hello, everybody. Mac. Hi. Jeff. Hello. And Felicia. Hello. Uh, today we're going to talk about the characters, like uh, meet the characters. We realized playing this that we haven't given solid descriptions or really done a lot of backstory on these characters. So that's what this one's going to be about. We're going to get a little bit from each person and figure out kind of what makes them tick, where they're from. Uh, we'll start with you, JD, and Bob Smith. In the last okay. episode, you actually changed your accent. You talked about how you didn't like it. What made that choice? It came from me going back and listening to each episode as you posted them, and I felt like Bob sounded different each time. And I feel like that I can do the southern accent uh, pretty well with Bob. And so I, I feel like um, I can pay more focus to the game rather than my accent with, you know, just doing the Southern accent. And so um, and also um, he's kind of a, a lizard, li- lizardy kind of guy. He's a Vesk. Yeah. So he looks kind of like a, a lizard. And um, I don't know. I kind of picture that as like coming from like uh you know, in real life, from like uh, Outlaw the, Town, the southeast. No, <laughs> the southeast of America. <laughs> okay, for Amer- uh, okay. Or New Orleans, whatever. Yeah, he's yeah. from the swamp. How tall is he? What color is he? Yeah. Oh boy, he's tall, right? Uh, yeah, probably like normal. Probably like six feet and like uh, red. His scales are reddish, Ooh. like like black, gray, red. You know, like they kind of yeah. At the very end, they're red. That's, That's great. Cool. Yeah. Um, what, how did he, what's his backstory? How, how did he get involved with this group? Tell us a little bit about Bob, Bob Smith. Bob grew up, um, in like the slums and he, uh, got really used to his fists. His fists solved every problem that he ever had. And so, and he, and he didn't have, um, any kind of like a structure with parents or family or anything like that. So he was on the streets and his fists answered everything. So it became very uh, easy for him to get involved with people that uh, were maybe outside of the law. And, uh, you know, he was he was a bodyguard and he liked it and he was very good with his fists and uh, he did boxing. So, uh, okay. you know. He was, cool. he was good with that. Like a punching punching yeah. style of he knew, fighting. Yeah. He knows how to fucking use his fists. Yeah. How did he get the name Thunderfist? Because oh, no one yeah. seems to even like acknowledge it. Yeah, what's up with or that? Or call him Thunderfist? Is it self-proclaimed? It very much is self-proclaimed. Is boxing name? Uh, he, you know what? He has, he knows he has a good fist. He has a good left, right, left. And uh, he knows that. So... Thunderfist. He wants everybody to call him Thunderfist. Was that like your street name back in the slums? But now that you're not in the slums, you still want it to be your name, but no one. Uh, no. It's basically the same as it is now. Then he tried. He tried to make everybody call him Thunderfist, and he still tries now. And then was the the slums on the like the Vesk homeworld? What what did you say? The Vesk homeworld? Yeah, your, yeah, your species yeah. is Vesk, yeah, so you might would, be on the yes, homeworld. He was on know. the homeworld, and he grew up kind of just in the slums, and just uh, from uh, uh, group to group, whoever was uh, was was winning, and they liked 
Thunderfist because he could throw a really good punch. And then and then maybe even at one point, you know, a pilot comes along, sees that you're a great fighter. Hey, why don't you come starfying with me or whatever? Starfaring with me. It happened a couple times. Sure. And he had to he had to like slink back to Vask yeah. because it didn't work out. But uh it's working out now. That's cool. That's that cool. is cool. Yeah. How real quickly, how did he get involved with the three amigos? Um, I think that after um, Crumbles, Sonny, and I kind of got together more, more starting with Cash and Crumbles and then Sonny joining, we figured that we're definitely going to need someone to watch our backs. Like, definitely. Like, that's not something that we were good at. And lo and behold, we find this guy who apparently is a great bodyguard, knows plenty of fighting, and that's when we brought Bob along. So we were always the three amigos and then Bob. Well, Cash, didn't you see me in a boxing fight? And you were like, that guy's... That guy's good. Yeah, if you were like at like a cage fight or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was a absolutely. Boxing like fight. at a bar yeah. somewhere at some sleazy space station or whatever. Yeah, and then you, you talked to world. me and I was like, fuck yeah, I want off this planet. Yeah, we probably like saw you fight and, and I probably either won money on you so I could pay you to come with us <laughs> yeah. or something like that. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be my sure. guess. That's cool. Sure. Scammed um, money off of someone. Probably. Totally. Sunny D, the fourth of her kind. Yeah, I actually think we should start with cash because it was kind of like a cash and then added on to crumbles and then added on to me. Okay, so I, can see that. I think we'll kind of like go chronologically. You're just not ready, are you? <laughs> um, if you can see, I literally have six pages. I was, I'm like, I was not ready. <laughs> All right, cash. Okay, cool. So, um, like I mentioned before, cash is a Lashunta. Um, he's got a light green skin, he's got the tentacle, the eye, the head antennas. He keeps those slicked back. He's got dark hair. He has, uh, like I've mentioned in one of the episodes, he keeps like the bedhead look. And he's like, he's got a real like chiseled jaw, nice clean face. Now, uh, what's great about his character is the Lashunta do like ritual scarring and tattoos on their face. But Cash doesn't have that. Oh. He's got like a really kind of smooth look and it's very standoutish to the rest of the Lashunta thing. And it might even in society be a problem. But like the rest of the world sees his face as beautiful because it's unmarred. And so oh. he's kind of considered it that way as well. A little bit vain. He'll, he's a, a lot bit, bit vain. vain and, and he's got <laughs> and it's how he was raised. He's just never had a lot of parental guidance at all. Um, yeah, he's only he never knew his father. He only knew his, his mother. And he's from the planet Castrovel, which is where a lot of Lashintas come from. And, uh, you know, he he uh, flew uh, vehicles there on that planet and got really good at piloting. And then found himself like not liking taking orders from people and things like that. So decided he could make his own money by doing other things with ships, uh, such as underground racing, uh, probably underground modifications, illegal modifications. And then that might have eventually uh, more than likely gone into smuggling. And smuggling is what got him off the planet at a very young age. And he's been doing that ever since. Well, a, a good smuggler knows that the ship's only as good you know, as anything else, if that's like your main asset in order to get where you need to go. So I would imagine cash made enough money to finally purchase a ship, but guess who the sh- owner of the ship was? I would imagine it's going to be crumbles. Oh, hell yeah. And so, <laughs> and so, you know, with a, with a ship comes an engineer, you can't just buy a ship. And so I went to, you know, outlaw town or whatever we want to call it. Outlaw town. It's so outlaw town. I imagine sure. that she was on boss grab and she was just making ships and, you know, repairing ships for people. And um, just while they were doing all their races and everything like that's where she her base was. That's where we met. And you came there to get a ship. 
Wasn't that your first time to Absalom Station, though? That's what I was going to say. Oh, oh okay. isn't Bot Scrap down? Bot Scrap's on yeah. Absalom Station. Bot Scrap is, yeah, yeah. okay. So we'll have to find another AKA for Outlaw Town. Well, that's not Outlaw Town, but she, like, if she's from How about Outlaw just Town, Outlaw whatever. Town. Yeah. We're, the Outlaw Town is a place that we made up, and that's where she's from. And she has a history prior to that, but it's not here yet. <laughs> I'm <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah, well, in, in any case, you know, it, it, it comes down to I'm trying to make a deal with someone, and it looks like I'm getting swindled out of something, and you butt in thinking that you're helping, but I was really pulling a scam on that guy, and it totally screws up everything, and so we're both wind out with nothing. And we have to like kind of work our way together, uh, kind of as reluctant partners, and then find out that we really groove together and that it's actually worked out really well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that's how that I would say that's how we met for sure. And we've just been the crew since then. And then that's pretty much Cash. So that's how they met for sure. Backstory. Um, as everyone knows, Cash likes to be a smooth talker. He's the envoy class. Envoy class is all about buffing either your allies or debuffing enemies. I decided to go more with debuffing enemies because we have. Sunny D in our group, and Sunny D is an android that is resistant to mind-affecting effects, which all of my powers are. <laughs> so I've stuck with more uh, more character things, and as we found out in this episode, it turns out not all the creatures we meet can hear what I have to say. <laughs> and that can be a problem as well. So I, I found that there's going to be a mix no matter what. So I might look forward different into the future. So the Envoy class is what he's going to stick with. It's why we've seen him so good at skills and not so great at firing a blaster. Cool. Uh, crumbles. All right. Let's start with how you got the name Crumbles. <laughs> well, she's kind of a messy eater, and that's literally where it came from. She just, you know, anytime she was at a workstation, you knew she was there because there was, like, crackers all over the place. Or just, like, food. There was food all over. She never cleaned up anything that she was working on. If she took something apart, she didn't usually put it back together. She just took what she needed and just left shit everywhere. So she's a super, you know messy person and that's where the whole crumbles thing came from she doesn't even at this point like it was from such a young age she doesn't even know what her given name was and it's because cool. it's been so long so crumbles is a yusoki um she wears a blue flight suit all the time she it's like she considers it like a mark of what a good engineer she is and like she considers it like a really high ranking thing to like have her own flight suit and stuff like that it's really pointless and you can buy them from any store so but anyway um she uh i guess i I mean i imagine she came from you know the yusoki homeworld and it's a really like cultural difference from what most cultures are in this that we've run into so far so like there's so many there's such a big emphasis on family and like being like supporting each other and so like that's I think why she was there for cash immediately was just because like she saw someone was you know a downtrodden or being swindled or something like that she thought something was going wrong so she immediately stood up and was like hey I'm gonna help this guy out because that's what you do for people who are you know on the underside or underdogs or whatever like things like that um and I was hand boning it up feeling like I was the innocent stupid guy like I was doing a great job and you yeah. bought right into oh, it oh I totally missed that, that it was what you, you wanted thought it was just some country bumpkin from somewhere but it mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Well, and that goes perfectly along with, I think, how um, Sunny D met Crumbles as well, because uh, from Sunny D's perspective, uh, she was actually on the black market because there are still people who use androids as servants um, that sell and traffic them. So uh, when I ran into Crumbles, I had been a servant for the same master for a couple years 
probably like 20 years, I would say. I don't know anything outside of hacking. I don't know social cues. I'm kept in the dark. That's why when you guys asked me what the sketchiest thing I've stored in my arm was, I said a finger because that's like her sketchy black market background. She just did what she was told and she has a very neutral alignment, but she's very against authority. I'm going into mine. I'm so sorry I cut you off. No, no, but you're I, good. But like going along the same line of Crumbles saved cash, Crumbles also saved Sunny for show. Sure. So go on, sorry. Oh yeah, you're totally good. Um, so basically, yeah, she's like she just, you know, very family oriented. Like these people on, in this crew now are like her family and she would do anything for them, literally anything. Um, but yeah, so she ended up on Outlaw Town for whatever reason, wherever that is, which I don't know. Some planet yet. somewhere. Some planet somewhere. We'll out. Outlaw Town. Um, and she was, you know, building ships, modding ships, and that's just where she found them. And um, I don't, I don't know if I ever really explained, but she, you know, she's an engineer, so she's really, um, you know, into creating things, taking things apart, things like that. Um, when very did, messy person. And then when did Boris come around? Like. How'd you come across building a droid? Um, I imagine that's a good question. You know, being so oriented with like having that kinship and then going somewhere, you know, outlaw town, which I imagine there would be some Yusoki there, but it's not necessarily like her, her family. Um, she just wanted, you know, someone who was there for her and maybe just provided her a little company. And so she set about building something that had almost, Full intelligence, but it's just limited AI. Um, so you know, you made a little pill bug, and it's it's her friends. So it's been like your little companion for who that. knows how long now. Oh yeah, yeah forever that's great. for oh, a long that's time. Wonderful. Like she definitely had him before she met any one yeah, of you guys. Sure. That's really cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, Sunny D. I know mine will be fast because I kind of already. Yeah, said. you did great. It was awesome. No, I'm so sorry. Uh, but yeah, so Crumbles totally saved Sunny D. Um, cause like she kind of said, and kind of like all of us have in common here is we kind of have a thing against like, um, injustice and enslavement and, um, that whole authority thing is We're not our own really people. our jam. We are our own people. Yeah. So, um, as soon as Crumbles saved me, she's been trying to teach me social protocol and that's why Sunny is so obsessed with like, n- like seeing what her crew does and trying to use it in the right way because, um, doing more research on androids and stuff, like they do have sentiment. They just express it in the wrong way uh. or like inappropriately um because they don't know how to like process feelings and stuff um and then crumbles um so the whole point a whole drive of sunny d is once she was like out of enslavement she's like what do i do and um again as i'm doing research androids drives are all about like finding the beginning of their race right so it's like how were androids created was it just um people just techno technologically advanced to a certain point and suddenly androids were made or there's also this this rumor this myth kind of this mystery surrounding the beginning of androids that she initially is so taken by the starfinders and all that because they're exploring the vast and the gap and she wants to find like her beginning yeah her place her purpose yeah, her origin. Yeah, so that's that's Sunny Day in a nutshell. And and she we and and Crumbles rescued rescued you. Uh, excuse me, rescued you in Outlaw Town. That's where we. That's where you guys met up. Yeah. Okay. That sounds like. And, a and was this shady this place. would be after we have a ship? So we, mm-hmm. that would probably be our escape route out of whatever we did. Yeah. To save her, and that might have even been. Um, 
I mean, you saw her getting, you know, used illegally as, as a slave or whatever and having kind of a compassion for mechanical beings in general. Absolutely. Have, Your best friend is a little yeah. pill bug. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and also, okay, so... I mean, this is kind of spitballing, and I know we haven't talked about this hey, yet. We no, didn't this is great. You, you could essentially have been at this boxing match or whatever for your master to try and, like, make good on someone's, you know, debt or something. And, you know, I see you, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what, you know, this android's doing here. Like, you know, that's super weird. Usually in this town, there's no androids just because, you know, this is outlaw town. There, you know, there are slaves here. There are, you know, bad things happening here. And while Cash is off figuring out, hey, you know, we could probably use this guy to help hold our backs because Crumbles and I are really shitty at, you know, you know, maybe we got beat up one too many times or something. And I while he's out doing whatever he's doing, I'm like, you know, what's going on with this? And I, you know, go yeah. find out what's going on. Yeah, you sneak off and, and you you find her and rescue her by yourself and you show up at the ship and I have hey Crumbles, I got our bodyguard. We got and who is this? Well, if you got the person, I got the person. <laughs> That's so good. We have to go. We have to go. You know, we're out. Yeah. So now I picture, well, and just a description of Sunny as well. Um, So she has blue hair, not as cool as the crazy leader lady because she's just, she's super hot. She's hot. She's a hottie. So her hair is more, she has teal hair. Okay. Um, I dig that. And it's like shaved on one side. And then really long on the other side. It's still pretty hot. It's still pretty cool. She's an android, though. So she has, you can see her circuitry underneath. It's not like paneling down her face. She's trying to be as human as possible. Um, But yeah, there's like a sun pattern in her circuitry on her forehead. So that's kind of where that came from. But just as, and she probably wears a flight suit that Crumbles gave her. (laughs) It's like slightly too small everywhere. No, it, it, it would it would make sense that you'd want it tied anyway, because if you're sneaking around, you don't want yeah, loose fabric anywhere. For sure. Yeah. They are definitely floods, though. Yeah. That's <laughs> definitely cool. floods. I think that's yes. a great backstory, guys. Yeah, awesome. I think so, too. Um, That's all we got time for today, but we can definitely dive into more character stuff on a future one. Sure. Um, But thank you so much, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Bye. We love you.